This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade caught in the grind of my own career, feeling overworked and overwhelmed, I'm here to help you break free from the grind of your career so you can work less, stress less, and create a sustainable and successful career and life you love. You ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another week and episode of Breaking Free from the Grind. I am so excited to be back after taking a couple week hiatus this month in December, back to finish off part three in the three-part Navigating a Layoff series that I've been doing. And this week's episode, part three of this series, is focused on deciding what comes next. So part two in the Navigating Layoff series, I talked about how you are not your job. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely give it a listen. It was one of the most popular episodes I've recorded to date. Got a lot of wonderful feedback on it. I focused the episode on how it can feel incredibly devastating if so much of your identity is wrapped up in your job and then you're let go. When your identity is completely tied to your job, and then your job goes away, you're going to enter a period of questioning. And so this week's episode really focuses on what to do when you're in that period of questioning. Questioning yourself, questioning your purpose in life, questioning your career choices, questioning where to go from here. And I want to be really clear, questioning all of these things after a layoff is a good thing. It's a normal thing. It's a healthy thing. Questioning is not the problem. Me of all people should be able to say this, right? I'm a coach, self-reflection, encouraging my clients to ask themselves things like who they really are, what they really value, what they really want in their careers, and encouraging my clients to challenge the thoughts and beliefs they have that are keeping them trapped in the grind and trapped in the cycle of overworking is literally my life. It's literally what I've built my business on and what my life's work is built upon. So I'm going to be the first person to tell you questioning is a good thing. Questioning is not a problem after you've been let go. The problem lies in not answering all of those questions that your brain is offering to you. I talk a lot on this podcast and in my coaching and my work with clients that your thoughts create your feelings. And questions are simply thoughts, just to be clear. So if you're asking yourself a lot of questions and you're not actually exploring potential answers to those questions, the feeling that those questions are going to create is confusion, is a feeling of disorientation, is a feeling of uncertainty. And when we're feeling confused or disoriented or uncertain or lost, what ends up happening is our brain just keeps churning out more questions. And then we spin in all of these own questions and confuse ourselves more and overwhelm ourselves with uncertainty. Unanswered questions create more questions. So if you've been impacted by a layoff, this might sound really familiar and you're probably noticing a lot of questions running through your mind. 
The first question that immediately might pop into your brain once you've found out that you've been impacted by a layoff is, what just happened? And then it might transition to to questions like, why me? What do I do now? What do I even want to do now? Notice all of those questions are making you feel more confused and more disoriented and more lost because you're not providing or creating any potential answers. In order to move on from a layoff in a way that creates the best outcomes for you and guarantees that you feel better about the whole process of navigating being laid off and ensures that you move on and you move forward in a way that sets you up for success is you have to answer those questions. You cannot just let yourself spin in them. If you do allow yourself just to spin in those questions without ever answering them, you will create even more feelings of confusion, disorientation, and uncertainty. Not a fun place to be. The silver bullet in all of this, the one thing that will guarantee you not only feel more certain and less confused about your current situation, but actually guarantees that you will move forward to something better, is this, making decisions. The more decisions you can make, the less confused you will feel. The more decisions you can make, the more certain you'll feel. And the more decisions you make, the better at making decisions about what is going to come next for you, you will be. In order to move on from a layoff and navigate what comes next, you have to essentially move through three really distinct phases. So first is the questioning, which is probably the space you're in right now. Second is the answering, And then third is making decisions and committing to them. This is the exact three-step process that I use with my clients in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind program who have been impacted by layoffs or who are simply even at the point in their lives and careers They might not have even been laid off, but they're doing a lot of questioning about what their purpose is, about what they want next, about what's really fulfilling to them. And so you can take this process, questioning, answering, making decisions, and apply it to any sort of aspect in your life where some sort of decision is happening or you need to figure out your next move or your next step. In order to move forward from a layoff in the best way possible, you also have to take yourself through these three phases. And so I'm going to walk you through step by step and talk about how best to do that. The first phase is questioning. This is the phase where your brain's spinning with questions. What do I want? What just happened? Where do I go from here? And you're feeling very confused and disoriented, lost and uncertain. If you're here, exactly what you need to do is make a list of all of the questions that are spinning in your brain. Everything. Get them out of your head where they're spinning and wreaking havoc and causing all sorts of confusion and write them down on a piece of paper or type them in the notes of your phone. Get them out of your head and onto something where you can see them. Because before you can ever start to move on to the next phase, which is answering those questions, you need to see and be aware of what questions you actually have. Now, as you're noticing and as you're writing out or typing out all of the questions you have, do this from a place of curiosity and gentleness and love for yourself, not a place of judgment. Meaning, watch out 
if you start noticing yourself thinking, oh, I shouldn't be thinking this, or I'm never going to get all these answers. That's you judging yourself. That's not you being curious and gentle and loving of yourself through this process. Curious and gentle and loving yourself through this questioning process looks like, oh, interesting. I notice that I'm having a lot of questions around what comes next. Or I notice I'm having a lot of questions around my ability to figure out what comes next. That's really interesting, but that also makes a lot of sense. I'm going through a difficult transition right now, or I'm going through something I've never gone through before. I've never been impacted by a layoff before. That's what curiosity and gentleness and love sounds like. Having a lot of questions doesn't mean that you won't create the answers you need. It also doesn't mean that you won't make fantastic decisions. I like to tell clients, take on the persona of a detective or a scientist during this phase. Detectives and scientists aren't judgmental and aren't mean when they're running experiments or coming up with questions or conducting an investigation. They're fascinated, they're curious, they're interested, they're uncovering information. They're not judging themselves for having questions. They're not being mean to themselves. So really take on that persona of gentleness, curiosity, and love as you start writing out or listing out all of the questions your brain is spinning in. The second phase then is answering those questions. And this is such a critical phase in order to start feeling less confused, start feeling more certain about what's coming next. You have to start answering all of the questions your brain is turning up. So it's really important to be exploratory here and to remind yourself of one thing, that just because you answer one of these questions doesn't mean that you have to act on that answer. So a lot of times we're afraid to answer our own questions because then we feel tied to having to act on that answer. And then we start creating a lot of doubt, a, a lot of doubt and judgment immediately kicks in about whether or not we actually are capable of creating that answer, of doing that thing or whether or not we can actually follow through on the answer that you come up with. Another thing that we tend to do here is we tend to avoid answering questions such as what do I really want to do next because we're afraid to be honest with ourselves because we think that we're going to be honest, see the answer, and be incredibly disappointed that our life right now doesn't match the answer of what we really want. And so to avoid this feeling of potential disappointment, we never answer the question honestly. We avoid answering questions like, what do you really want to do next? Now, here's the thing, and this is the ironic part here, is the freedom and relief that you will feel simply being honest with yourself about what you would want to do next in an ideal world, even if you can't or you don't have that thing right now, is far greater than any sense of disappointment you will feel looking at that answer. When I work with clients who overcome this fear and they're finally able to be honest with themselves about really what they want next or what they want in their lives, and they come to terms with finally facing the fear of answering that question and stating aloud what they do really want, even if it differs greatly from the life and the career that they currently have today, 
the emotion that they feel isn't disappointment. It's relief. It's freedom. Because you're finally being honest and allowing yourself to be honest with yourself. So go through and explore honest answers to all of the questions that your brain has come up with. Now, after you've written down all of the list of questions your brain has, after you've explored answers to all of those questions and written those answers down, the third step in this process is making decisions about what you want to do next and committing to those decisions. Here's the thing. Answers don't just come to us. We create them. And decisions inherently are neither right nor wrong. We make decisions right or wrong by choosing to believe that they are the right decisions or they are the wrong decisions for us to make. Said another way, there are no right or wrong decisions, only the decisions we make right. Think about this. You can probably make a case that a decision you've previously been believing or that others have told you was the wrong decision for you actually was a great choice. We could even take the example of being laid off right now. Automatically, your brain might be thinking it was a horrible decision to join this company or I should have gone with that other offer. But actually take a moment and play devil's advocate here. How was choosing the company that you chose to join when you chose to join it and spending all of the time that you spent there How was that actually a great decision? Or if great seems unbelievable or too far-reaching, how was it a good decision? Even despite being laid off, come up with 10 reasons how that was a good decision to make. Coming up with those reasons and then choosing to focus on and consciously remind yourself of those reasons, that is the process of making a decision become the right decision for you. Now, during this phase of making decisions and committing to them, there are three key questions to ask yourself, and this will help you make decisions and move forward. The first is, what do I want to make this layoff mean? The second is, where might I want to go from here? And the third is, why might I want to go there? So this first question, what do I want to make this layoff mean? You get to decide what you make the fact that you've been impacted by a layoff mean. And you get to commit to that meaning. Getting laid off is not a bad thing unless you choose to believe it is. Getting laid off is whatever you choose to believe it is. And if you decide that it's a good thing, if you decide that it is just what you needed right now, if you decide that it is the perfect opportunity to be honest with yourself and reassess your life and career, it becomes an incredible gift. My clients who allow themselves first to be sad, be angry, be hurt, be confused, be scared, and then choose to make the layoff mean things like, this means nothing about me and my abilities or my capability in the future, or choose to believe this happened at just the right time, or choose to believe this is opening up space for me to create even better opportunities for myself, 
Those are the clients that move forward and move on to bigger and better things in their careers and in their lives that are more aligned and fulfilling to them. So you get to decide what you make this layoff mean. What do you want to make it mean? The second question, where might I want to go from here? Take a look at all of the questions your brain has and all of the answers that you came up with to those questions. Which really resonate with you? Which answers really resonate with you and excite you the most? Which answers feel most aligned with who you are? Decide on a few of those answers and then decide to believe that they are right for you. If the question is, where might I want to go from here? Some answers you might come up with are, I want to take a break. I want to take some time off and reflect and think about what I want next. I want to reach out to an old friend or a coworker who works in an industry I've always found intriguing and see if that's something I'd like to pursue. I'd like to apply to different jobs in the same industry right away. I'd like to consider starting my own thing. Again, there are no right or wrong decisions here. You just get to choose which is right for you. In answering this third question of why might I want to go there from here, this will help you make those decisions feel like the right decisions for you. Because again, there's no right or wrong decision about what to do next or where to go from here. There's just the decision you choose to make right for you by reminding yourself of all of the reasons why you are doing it. So to wrap up part three in this three-part Navigating a Layoff series, Deciding What Comes Next, let's recap the three-step process to take yourself through to decide what comes next and to move forward. First, questioning. Write down all of the questions spinning in your brain right now. It's not a problem that you have lots of questions. Having them is not keeping you stuck. Not answering them is. So the second phase, answering those questions. Explore what comes up from a place of gentleness and compassion and curiosity. Don't be afraid to be honest with yourself about the answers that come up for you. Remind yourself that just because you come up with an answer doesn't mean you have to hold yourself to it. And remind yourself also that the the relief and freedom that come with being honest with yourself about what you really want far outweighs any disappointment if that answer differs either greatly or slightly from your life right now. And third, make decisions about what you want next and commit to them. Remember, answers don't come to you, you create them. And there is no right or wrong decision, just the decision that you make right for you by choosing to believe and finding evidence supporting why that decision is best for you. Ask yourself three questions. What do I want to make this layoff mean? Where might I want to go from here? And why might I want to go there? That will uncover your game plan. That will uncover your roadmap to exactly where you want to go next and why you want to go there. Questioning, answering, and making decisions and committing to them is how you move forward from a layoff and decide what comes next for you. 
Thank you so much for listening in this week. It was so important for me to create this three-part series because I felt it was so needed given the massive layoffs we've had, especially in tech towards the end of the year. It has been so fun coaching all of you who've signed up for the free one-on-one coaching sessions I offered to those who had been impacted by layoffs this year. There aren't any more spots left for 2023. But this is something I want to continue to offer periodically over the course of next year, especially depending on how things go with the economy. Next week, I'll be back for the very last Breaking Free from the Grind episode of this year. It's going to be focused on how to meaningfully take stock of your career over the last year, give you good questions to ask yourself that actually uncover deep and meaningful answers. We'll also focus on celebrating your successes from the year and reminding yourself of what you are grateful for, what you've been grateful for in 2022, even if it's been a tough year. And that's okay too, because even if it's been a tough year, there are still things to celebrate. There are still things for us all to be grateful for. And that way, regardless of what your 2022 year was like, you can go into 2023 feeling grounded, refreshed, and renewed. Again, thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to catch you guys next week. Last episode of the year.